This is John Halsman, and welcome to the Patrick Henry Podcast, where we look at the international elite and do that rarest of things, we hold them accountable. Goodness knows in this era of political risk crisis, there's a lot to hold them accountable for. Today is the second of two parts we had at Dr. Anthony Fauci last week over his uh, both mistakes as well as his cavalier disregard for things such as basic Lockean liberties. Uh, this last week, Fauci has done me proud by out and out saying, in, in contradiction of both Jefferson and Franklin, that in this time of crisis, he's perfectly comfortable in telling people what to do. This despite his awful record of analysis over COVID. Obviously, the man is not troubled by self-doubt. We will continue to do in the Patrick Henry podcast what we can to point out that he is the problem and not the solution. But today we look at his partner in crime, Peter Daszak, who is China's, China's useful idiot over the origins of the pandemic. And that quote, useful idiot, comes from Lenin. Yes, I'm quoting Lenin to begin a talk, an odd thing for a Thatcherite to do, because it's a beautiful quote from Lenin. When asked about fellow leftist travelers, did he have to bribe them? He said, no, they were useful idiots. They came alone along on their own accord, and would continue to do so. He was specifically talking about leftists such as Jean-Paul Sartre and the French intellectual movement that cited, tended to side with socialist communist regimes around the world, and he thought this would continue. No bribery was needed. They were useful idiots. They would do this of their own free will. And this is really where Peter Daszak falls in. No one's accusing him of out and out corruption, Rather, the entire system is rigged in such a way that Daszak, to further his own interests, will be a useful idiot for China's interests. Why does any of this matter? Well, Peter Daszak, even more than Fauci, has been a cheerleader for the notion that anybody questioning China's versions of the origins of the COVID pandemic, the single biggest crisis to hit the world in the last generation, anyone to question the origins that it might be located around a lab leak or lab problems at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the WIV. Anybody saying this should be wearing a tinfoil hat and was a right-wing Trumpist conspiracy-loving nut. Well, I'm none of those things. I, I didn't vote for Donald Trump despite being a Republican. But as long ago as far away March 2020, looking at the facts, I wrote in CapEx magazine, that I thought that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the likely center of an outbreak, a lab leak, nothing manufactured, merely human error, a lab leak that led to the coronavirus descending upon us all. And so I'm one of the tinfoil hat people that Peter Daszak went after. And it seemed as though Daszak were everywhere, organizing really the opposition to anyone even questioning, questioning the basic story that a Wuhan wet market with a poor animal, a pangolin, I didn't even know what a pangolin looked like back then, was some sort of intermediate carrier between coronavirus from bats to the poor pangolin at the wet market to human beings. The fact that the Wuhan Institute of Virology is one of only three or four centers in the world at the global level to study the virus at its highest level, coronaviruses, and this happened to be located in Wuhan, this was merely an astronomical coincidence. The fact that there are thousands of wet markets in China, but that the one where this occurred happened to be in the same city where there was a world-class institute studying coronaviruses, this should be entirely overlooked, and we should simply 
take Peter Daszak's word for it. Well, he led the opposition to the idea of even questioning this really ridiculous in terms of looking analytically at, the, at this incident theory. Really amazing. And he said, we mustn't even question it. If we do, we're nuts. Well, this isn't proper scientific inquiry or analytical inquiry. Peter Daszak may have a PhD and be a doctor, but I have a PhD and know how to think. And the idea that the Wuhan Institute of of virology, one of these rare places that studies coronaviruses, mightn't be the cause, and that this ought to be studied of the coronavirus, really beggars description, and yet that's what he would have you believe. He rounded up scientists to write in the prestigious journal The Lancet, the medical journal of the UK, 26 other scientists and himself saying as far away as February 2020, a month before I even went on record saying I thought it was the WIV, a month before this, Dasik went on record saying that indeed there was no evidence whatever and that even questioning that it might have occurred to China was racist, xenophobic. In other words, attack the person making the argument and not the argument himself. He went on to thank Dr. Fauci for backing him up on this. We now have emails that have surfaced through the Freedom of Information Act, where he thanked Fauci for making this argument. Fauci has since more adroitly walked this back, saying he doesn't know the outcome and it should be investigated. But early on, Dasig thanked Fauci for backing him to the hilt. And it's little surprise that this British-born academic who made his home living in the United States as a staunch defender of anything but a lab leak theory was the one U.S. representative picked by the Chinese government and the supine World Health Organization to finally, in January of this year, go to Wuhan and investigate the lab leak hypothesis. Unsurprisingly, given his fixed views, and we're going to get to in his minute, monumental conflicts of interest, a thing that the international community doesn't want you to think about, that it's no wonder that given this, that Mr. Dead, the Dr. Dasik, did not come to the conclusion that it was likely that the WIV leaked information. So China installed as the one American representative of the WHO investigation, their useful idiot. And true to form, the useful idiot performed as you would think. However, all of this leads out. Dasik was everywhere with this argument, but this leads out the background story, and we now need to look at this in some detail. He was certainly the face of the science leading the opposition to the claim that COVID leaked from the WIV. But his NGO funded the WIV. I'm not making this up. So he sent to investigate a lab leak in the WIV when the organization that he runs, EcoHealth, an NGO that takes money, by the way, from the U.S. taxpayer and shockingly gives it to a Chinese research lab. Okay, let's, let's think about this. We, the U.S. taxpayer, give money to Dasik. Who gives money to a Chinese research lab that also at the time, according to the State Department, is doing high-level work with the Chinese military? Incredible. Nobody thought to question Dasik's background, that he, in essence, is investigating his colleagues at the WIV, who he's helping to fund? A 12-year-old can work out that this is not objective scientific arguments, and it takes a year for this to come out? Extraordinary. And why the Patrick Henry podcast is actually 
needed and necessary. So his role in the WHO-led mission to Wuhan is in question due to this, that the EcoHealth Alliance that he funds gave money to the lab that he's investigating is in question, and that as the chairman of the Lancet article, he for a while was going to be on a commission, uh, he's ever present, on a commission by the Lancet investigating, you guessed it, the origins of the COVID virus. But rather than announce this, finally enough of this came to light that he was forced to recuse himself. But what are the people at the Lancet thinking, knowing all this, that your organization is funding the very group we're going to investigate? Sure, why don't you sit on the commission? You seem like an impartial fellow to us. This is systemic corruption. How, a five-year-old knows that this is a conflict of interest. And yet over and over, we find Dasik, China's useful idiot, sitting on the WHO board to investigate, initially the Lancet board to investigate, investigating, in essence, himself and his partners. Extraordinary that no one thought to raise objections to this until the media finally brought this out and people like myself. Again, accordingly, the WIV received, and we know this, in 2014, 600,000 U.S. dollars of a $3.7 million grant from DASIC's EcoHealth Alliance. By, and this was given by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services for understanding the risks of bat coronaviruses. How can Dasik objectively investigate something he has such fixed views about in a lab that his charity, his NGO, funded? And nobody thought to ask this about, about what was going on. Um, I mean, this is staggering to me that, that, that I even have to make this argument, but evidently I do. Um, Dasik then went on to say that part of the investigation, he admitted later, he didn't ask the WIV for its database, which had mysteriously gone down three months before the, virus, the coronavirus was established, and they didn't bother when they were actually there asking the WIV for a copy to have a look at the database of coronavirus samples. This doesn't strike me as a particularly thorough investigation that Dasik was leading. Rather, again, I think it's clear we were going through the motions. The Chinese had stacked the deck by putting their useful idiot Dasik on the committee, and then he didn't ask the Chinese for any scientific evidence at the WIV of what had gone on. He got over his quarantine, talked to some scientists who were in a room, by the way, with members of the People's Liberation Army Intelligence Service, the PLA. I imagine a scientist with an intelligence operative sitting in the room would be unlikely to be forthcoming if there had been a lab leak, and frankly would be unlikely to be forthcoming if they knew they were speaking to someone who had such a close relationship to the WIV and the Chinese government. Why would he tell them? He could just as easily, Dasik, tell the Chinese. So of course they're not going to come out and say, yeah, there was a lab leak and there's a big problem here. Even if they had wanted to, that would not have been a very good idea. But there's been a further development that really merits discussion. Just in the last few days, in early October, it became clear through, again, a Freedom of Information Act and some documents being given to various guerrilla groups trying to investigate what actually happened, that Dasik made a coronavirus grant, which was rejected by the Pentagon, over gain-of-function research a year before the pandemic in 2018. 
So Dasik goes to the Pentagon for more money, saying, in essence, and by the way, he gets 80-some percent of his funding from the U.S. government. Overwhelmingly, the U.S. government idiotically funds China's useful idiot. But Dasik asked them for money uh, to do gain-of-function research. And what gain-of-function research is, in essence, is taking a coronavirus and making it more dangerous as a way to study what this means. So you take a coronavirus and you make it more dangerous. In retrospect, this sounds insane. At the time, the Pentagon thought it was insane and, to their credit, refused to do this, refused to go along with the grant, which was, by the way, for a hefty sum of money, $14.2 million that Dasik asked for to perform. The exact kind of research that those of us who think the WIV was involved in gain-of-function research that led to the lab leak, that led to the problem. A year before the virus, he's asking the U.S. government to do, to give him money to do precisely this. Precisely this. And they said no because there were concerns for safety. To put it mildly, they were right about this to say no. But it's obvious that in 2018, as he wanted 14 million bucks to do it, that Dasik was looking for money to fund gain-of-function research. Now, EcoAlliance, the group that Dasik heads, EcoHealth Alliance, has no labs of its own. And what it tends to do is partner with other outside labs throughout the world. And one of them, you guessed it, is the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the WIV. So was Dasik asking for money, 14.2 million bucks from the Pentagon, to give some of it to the WIV? to fund gain-of-function research? Who knows? But the House of Representatives, Republicans there, are right to say, let's ask him under oath. Dasik desperately needs to be subpoenaed to talk about these myriad conflicts of interest that he's done. His obvious interest in gain-of-function research, his obviously giving money before, $600,000 plus more to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and obviously to the, his, his conflicts of interest in doing so. If ever a guy needed to be subpoenaed, if ever Congress needed to do oversight, Peter Daszak, China's useful idiot, would seem a very good place to start. Because this is far from amusing. Though on one level it's so awful, it is amusing. Dasik, it's what's wrong with the international community. The idea that you can have vested interests and somehow still sit on groups overseeing the things that you're doing doesn't pass the laugh test. This cannot go on anymore at the global level. Our global elite simply has to do better. Peter Daszak is an example of exactly what's wrong with the global elite and why no one has faith or believes in it. You don't get to investigate colleagues that you're funding without the rest of us laughing hysterically at the pretense of fairness in this. Dasik, on record, one last time to go through this, led the WHO, it was the one U.S. representative allowed in the WHO investigation of the origins of the virus, and he didn't bother asking the WIV, his colleagues, for the database of their coronavirus samples. That would have been too much trouble. The EcoHealth Alliance that he heads has been funding the lab in WIV with U.S. taxpayer funding. A whole other scandal there. Why are we funding a Chinese lab with such close ties to the Chinese military? Dasik has been funding them for years. Uh, that, that somehow doesn't uh, make him not, not an impartial source. My go goodness. 
He was going for a while, sit on the Lancet Commission, and only was stopped from doing so when these stories came out. And now we knew he asked the Pentagon in 2018, a year ahead of the virus, for funds to fund exactly the kind of research, gain-of-function research, into the coronavirus bats that led to things going on in the first place. We now accept that the Wuhan wet market theory, even people who believe in the zoonosis theory, that this merely transferred from an animal, a bat, or an intermediate animal to a human with no lab leaks of any kind, that the wet market is probably where this did not come from. But you must figure in the astronomical odds that one of the two or three global centers of excellence in studying coronaviruses, one with a terrible, by the way, technical record, the State Department is on record in 2018 saying they were worried about safety in the lab, people in the lab were worried about this, um, that this is got to be more than a coincidence. And that as a good law and order episode would, would say, if you can stack up enough circumstantial evidence, you come to the probability outcome that there indeed was a lab leak. Peter Daszak and being against this merely proves the point. Why in the world would he be the only person allowed from the U.S. representation in China if they didn't have something to hide? This is just common sense. If, if the Chinese were innocent, of the lab leak. Wouldn't they want everyone to know that? This propaganda conscious government? Wouldn't they open the doors, let everyone in and say, look, we're innocent. And then they would get the sympathy of the world rather than having the rage of the rest of the world. But that's not what they did. Instead, they let their useful idiot be the one American not to bother asking any serious questions with the WHO. They then hoped he'd stack the Lancet Committee. Well, that didn't work out. And they hoped people would overlook the fact that he'd been funding with my tax money the WIV for past years. And it now turns out he was looking for significant amounts of money for over $14 million in 2018 in a Pentagon study to do the exact kind of research gain of function that we suspect happened in the Wuhan Institute of Virology and led to the cause of the virus. Peter Daszak has to answer for all of this in a grown-up way. Because facts, as John Adams said, are stubborn things. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you so much for listening to the Patrick Henry Podcast. Please pardon my cold. I hope you enjoyed this. For those of you who did, please do subscribe as we continue to go after our feckless global elite. Thank you.